Hey, lady, how are you? I am good. How are you? <laughs> Looking like what I've been through. Got this sinus infection, but oh. we're here. Oh. We're getting ready to get started. We're going to jump in. Oh, my God. Because we, we know that it. even on sick days, CEOs still got to work. So. Okay, all right, so we're gonna go ahead and get into this um, because y'all, I've been super excited to have this conversation. So, our guest today, listen, when I tell y'all we talk so much about government contracting, today we are going to hit on the corporate side of things how to get in bed with the big corporations and do business with them. So, our CEO today is Danny Spice. Danny, can you hear me? Mm -hmm. All right. Danny Spice. Danny is the CEO and founder of Beloved Box. Hold on, because Danny got a number of different companies. This is a serial entrepreneur we are speaking to, okay? Uh, <laughs> and we're going to get into this today, too. I wanted to talk a little bit about the corporate side of things. She's done business with organizations like the NBA. She's done business, listen, EY, the, the list goes on, NMSDC, and in multiple different facets of business. So I'm excited to get into this. Denny, how are you doing today? I'm good. I can't complain. So I'm not a serial entrepreneur. I know it may look like that, but I'm really not. I have one company, which is an S-Corp, that houses all of our other companies, right? So we have our, our title company, Beloved Incorporated. That's our, our top company. That's that shells, beloved box, that shells, uh, my personal brand of being a professional coach and speaker, and a couple of other things that we have cooking up. So I, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not selling wine today and then tomorrow I'm selling something else. I am, I, it's one track, it's all about relationships, but I can understand how it seems like it's a lot, but they're all cohesive our nonprofit is also underneath our s corp as well hello bb mm -hmm. so and i love the way you got it set up i think when we when i kind of mentioned the serial entrepreneurship side it's just a matter of having your hands in like multiple different facets of business so that's another component talking about how you have this one s corp and all of these corporations underneath and the profits mm -hmm. underneath to really support the foundation of this business yeah now let's tap into it a little bit more can you tell us about yourself oh yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> wasn't expecting that question so uh 36 years old i've been i'm a second generation entrepreneur uh clearly went to spelman went to dartmouth went to fi not fiu went to nova and graduated um i'm a professional coach through the international coaching federation meaning i went to school to, to learn how to coach mm. the skill I have over 10,000 hours of coaching. So there's an um, um, associate certified coach, professional certified coach, and there's a master certified coach. So technically, I have the training and the hours to be a master certified coach. I need to go back and get my certification. Wow. Uh, I'm passionate about relationships. And while people may look and see me as a, uh, a business coach, I'm a relationship coach, right? And business is all about relationships mm -hmm. how however more relational you are that's going to really determine the depth and the the width of your 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 reach in your business and so being passionate about relationships when people think of relationships they think about it in a romantic sense but the truth of the matter is is if you think about the easiest business that you've done the best business that you've done the deepest business 
things that you've done, it's really all relational. And I'm sure we're going to talk about that a little bit more as we go in a little bit deeper. Absolutely. So I, I love how you couple the, the, the two together. Like you said, most people do consider those relationship aspects as romantic. Um, let's talk. Well, we'll talk a little bit about that. Can you tell us about your business? Um, okay. Which one? Beloved? Beloved. Yes. All right. So we want to go with Beloved first, and then we want to go into all different aspects of it. Let's, let's do it. So how does my, my business work, right? So we have Beloved Box, right, which is our product side of our business. We're a premium wellness and fragrance brand that sits at the corner of, of niche fragrance and coaching, right? So it's a physical form of having Danny and Steven inside of your home to walk you through, whether it's a couple, self-care, or mini box. So yes, as a speaker, I usually couple professional speaking with the product, and then mm -hmm. I'm a, still a one-on-one -on -one coach. So I take five clients a year, um, SVPs, most of them are high net worth individuals. We do one-on-one -on -one coaching. And then Hello Beauty is my nonprofit mm -hmm. that we have had um, funded by several large organizations. And I help women in consumer packaged goods, specifically women of color, mm -hmm. grow and launch their business to $250,000 in gross sales over a year. So start from zero, an idea to launching your, your business into sales, not necessarily launching in retail, because mm -hmm. I did it in a non-conventional way, making over a million dollars with Beloved Box, um, but launching and getting yourself to 250,000. Once you get to 250,000, it's a different kind of conversation, and mm -hmm. an organization like Hello Beauty wouldn't, wouldn't be for you. Um, and all in all, that's the business. Shark and Wine is something that I, I, I laugh about online. <laughs> that's not a real business, y'all. Me and my husband do not have a restaurant we just but know they how should. to cook. But they should. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. I'm I'm always online looking at the food, and I'm just like, what restaurant did this come from? So no, tell us about from. your husband as well. So you started this business with your husband. Yes. So, um, beloved. So I I was a coach. My background is in psychology. I was a coach. Blah 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 blah. Fast forward, we get to creating this product line, and so not only is he my partner in life, he's my partner in business. And we have a, a C-suite. So I'm CEO and he's COO. And we run our business really based on our strengths mm -hmm. versus our weaknesses. And so when it comes to expansion and the next level and really making things go bigger, that's where I shine. He shines in getting very granular. His attention to detail is second mm -hmm. to none. And so when it comes to operations, logistics, and, and one thing I will advise people, especially if they're going into business with their spouse and they are the face of the company, you got to be very careful with how people choose to treat your partners in business. Mm. Because when you're the face of the company, everyone wants to talk to you. Everyone wants to do business with you. Everyone wants to text and talk to you. But the truth of the matter is that your entire team makes it work. And so if they're coming to me with logistic questions, I always, as a default, even if I can answer the question, reflect it back to Stephen because that's where that respect comes in and they understand that our values is not just in our product, mm -hmm. it's in our, it's who we are. Yeah. Love that. I love that. And as huge tip, if y'all are in the audience and listening to that and have started or considering starting your business with your spouse, this is 
this is gold right here <laughs> and this is proof that it's doable and and at a successful level yeah um so let's talk about a, a few of your corporate partnerships yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's been it's been very we, we've had a very blessed experience our first corporate partnership was meta and then they were called facebook and um we made over six figures with meta and and this is why it's really important to go deep versus going wide right and so what do you mean by that danny meaning meta when you think of of facebook or meta instagram whatsapp and we've done business with all of them individually and collectively right mm -hmm. we represented them at nmsdc in 2019 we were one of their featured brands um they took us on tour first black owned woman-owned brand go on tour with facebook for their then level up now it's called the elevate project we did custom packaging for them interviewed us paid for our uh, our pr and marketing um as a matter of fact we're still doing business with them as recently as february in their black history month mm -hmm. did some wellness programming with them as well that's over six years of doing business with one company right yeah. and so building those relationships right and, and making sure that it's a give and take so it was meta once and, and and here's the thing if you're interested in doing corporate relationships and building corporate partnerships one of the biggest things i'm going to tell you is you got is cracking the first one once we did business with meta then capital one the bank um, felt more comfortable doing business with us um, I, I'm not trying to flex, but we've done business with so many. I can't remember them all in order. Uh, then it was USC. Then it was Southern Baptist Hospital. Companies feel more comfortable doing business when you've done business with a recognizable brand and you offer to connect them with your point of contact from that brand. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, we were going above and beyond and doing things that we knew another company like Harry and David or even a Joe Malone wouldn't do. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is that they had brand notoriety. Mm -hmm. We didn't. And so, um, and, and then when, when you have a company as big as Facebook, which is global, I mean, Meta, which is global, I mean, some would even say universal, they have so many different departments that it's not just getting that one feature that you want. You don't want to just do business with them one time, mm -hmm. especially when you, I, I, I prefer doing business with companies with over 3,000 to 5,000 employees. Mm -hmm. So that's so many different departments, so many different places that you can really grow and thrive in so many different ways, yeah. right? And so something to think about if you're trying to work with corporate and you feel like it's taken a long time the first one i will tell you from experience is the hardest to crack make mm -hmm. sure it's a good one and make sure you make that relationship solid because mm -hmm. that is going to be your point of reference for all of the other ones to come because once we said we did business with with we were in bed like we were talking to capital one but once we told them that we had closed with facebook and they were like oh well, if you're doing yes. business with Facebook, nice. then you can do business with us. <laughs> and then Capital One, we recently closed a deal with PNC Bank. Mm -hmm. They have over 2,000 branches, right? You can do the math. They have 2,000 branches in the United States. Each of those branches order 50 boxes at retail. We don't sell wholesale. Mm -hmm. You can do the math of that, right? Mm -hmm. And so they felt more comfortable doing business with us, PNC Bank, because we were we had done business with Capital One. This is the part that I hate what online gurus do not tell oh. you. The person who you're doing business with, they have to vibe with you. They have to be your person. Do not try to do business with someone that is not your person. Mm -hmm. 
Be self-aware. Know who you are. Know how you move in certain places. This is where the relational aspect is. Because when you do business with someone who is your person, not saying that y'all always have to keep key, mm -hmm. but this has to be someone that aligns with yeah. you just as a, as a human being, right? When you do business with someone who aligns with you, it opens so many more doors than doing business with someone who does not. Mm -hmm. We have had experiences, and I'll be honest with you, in Meta, where we did, we've done over, you know, 20 projects, but one project, one singular project almost made me walk away from Meta altogether mm. because I knew from the first conversation that me and that, that's not my person. That's not it. Right? Not even that they were a bad person, not that I'm a good, it doesn't matter. It's just I already know who my people are mm. because I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. So when you've been around people who are not your people long enough, you can identify who is and who isn't your person. Yeah. Doing business with someone who is not aligned with you is going to cut, no matter how big you think the check is, it is going to end up doing more damage in the long run. Mm. Do well, be impeccable with your word. That is why I'm on this call today. I have a sinus infection. <laughs> I don't feel well, but one thing I will say is I try my hardest to be impeccable with my mm -hmm. word. And that is, is what's going to carry you through these other contracts. Because you can get to a point where we've been late on deliveries. Mm -hmm. We've had things that we just forgot. But because we're so good with our word, mm -hmm. they blame UPS. They blame FedEx. <laughs> they blame everybody else. It's <laughs> just be like, oh, shoot. This is really our fault, but we're so good with our word that they did, that the thought that this was us never even crossed their mind. So things to think about when working with corporate mm -hmm. is there is someone in the organization who you align with, not necessarily are most comfortable with who you align with. There's a big difference, right? Do business with that person. Be impeccable with your word. Follow up, follow through. If you can do it, then you can then, then check the box that you can do it. If you can't do it, be honest about what you can't do, but this is how you counter it. But be willing to bring people on board who can do what you can't do so that you can still look like the hero in the long run. And that is what makes your business most expansive. That is what's going to carry you through and help you collect other contracts. Like that. that was a long answer. Listen. <laughs> Y'all, if y'all got questions, y'all can drop them in the chat. But Danny then hit on every single aspect of what's most important as it relates to doing business with corporations and key being the relationship aspect of it. Now, I want to hit a little bit more um, because some people are completely new to this, as am I as well. Um, what is the process that of going through? What is the process of obtaining a corporate client? And what is like the legwork, you would say? Because you said that first one with, with Meta, Ooh. that was the longest one. Let's talk about what that took. So so uh, a quick quick caveat is that there can't be any ego mm. in getting a corporate client. You got to throw ego out the door. Mm. Because one thing you will know is that there's a lot of things that you don't know that you don't know. Mm. You have to really listen. I mean, intently spend less than 10% of the first meeting talking. Questions should be, what are you looking for? What does success at the end of this project look like to you? What are the most important 
points for you to accomplish in this project? What are some of the things that previous suppliers have done that didn't meet your expectation that we can make sure that we that we surpass? Mm. What are unspoken expectations that are in this conversation that we haven't heard yet? Everything that you say, especially in that first meeting, should really just be questions, and you should be listening. Mm -hmm. They will start using lingo, uh, acronyms. Do not hesitate. When I say ego has to go out, don't hesitate to say, oh, okay, I, I noticed he said this, just so that we're, on the, we're, we're both on the same page. What does that mean? Why? Because the more acronyms that you know, the more that you're able to regurgitate in another meeting, the more higher your success rates will be. I've gotten told no. We've had over 35 corporate partnerships, but I've gotten told no well over maybe 600 times, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, but the yeses are, are definitely worth it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that the legworks looks like listening. Second part, something that no one ever told me is um, I, I taught myself Photoshop. Learn Canva, learn Photoshop. Creative market is one of your, also one of your best friends. Make a presentable deck. You should have several types of decks. You should have a sales deck. You should have a pitch deck. You should have a proposal deck. You should have a project deck. Excuse me, there are two other decks. It's not at the top of my mind. I'm, a, I'm on a lot of medication right now, so I can't remember <laughs> it. But you should have those decks in your Canva, ready to go. Whenever you present to a client, it should be client-specific, meaning... Go on that client's website, go to the very bottom of their page, look at the what we're about, about us, their values, who, are, who have they aligned with in the past? What images are they using? Those images should be on your deck. Hmm. It should be your logo next to theirs. Something that no one ever taught me. Be very clear about what you bring to the table and your differentiator and even if your differentiator may not necessarily be too big from your competitor, um, although I'm NMSDC certified, I wouldn't say that being cheaper is always the best way to go because companies have a lot of money. So cheap is not always a part of the conversation. It should be relational, right? What are those relational things that they need that they aren't saying? I know this is going to sound pretty provocative, but the truth of the matter is, the better you are with people, the better you are with business. Think about your spouse, whoever you're with. You have far less arguments when you can anticipate their needs. Mm -hmm. When you know what they're thinking before they even say it, or you do the things that they don't even have to ask you for, it really helps the relationship along. The more you're willing to serve, you, the more you're going to receive. Yeah. That's exactly how you should approach business especially long-term. This should be an, op an opportunity for you to serve, and this should be an opportunity for you to anticipate the needs of your client. Now, you did mention certifications. Mm -hmm. How important are certifications in the corporate space? I can't answer that question. Because if I told the truth, then, you know, it will ruin oh. some relationships. Okay, we're going to go ahead and skip on I, I will say this. For the first five years, I, I didn't have a, I got certification because I won a pitch competition. And uh, I did a lot of business with a lot of big corporations and not being certified. Mm. 
I know y'all heard that. Mm -hmm. But just, and you kind of breeze past that a little bit, but uh, you won a pitch competition, the emerging young entrepreneur pitch competition with NMSDC. Yes, ma'am. Let's let's hit on that, Mm -hmm. okay? Big time. All right. So we'll move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. Now, talked about it, and you said it just recently. Corporations have money. They oh yeah. So how do you determine their budget or your budget compared to the products or the service that you have? So I don't I don't sell wholesale to corporations. I my price my price is my price. My delivery is my delivery. Right. And this is a money conversation. Back to relationships. What is your relationship with money? Mm-hmm. The truth of the matter is, is whether you pay <clears throat> my fixed costs or my fixed costs for beloved box. If it costs me for the $65 box, if it costs me $9 to make that box, then whether you pay $20 a box or you pay $64.99 a box, it still costs me $9 to make that box, mm-hmm. right? And that's just the fixed cost. That's not including shipping, labor, all of the above, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't go into it with, well, well, what do I have to make? It's what do you have to spend? Mm-hmm. We have products and services for every one of your needs. If you only, you know, I'm a five-figure speaker, so if you only have $5,000 for your speaking budget, then I'm not speaking for an hour. I, I can do 20 minutes for $5,000 because that's my speaking rate. But an hour is not $5,000, right? And so <clears throat> it's not about what I'm here to make. If you tell me your overall budget is $20,000 for this event and you would like a one-hour keynote and you would like products, then I know that after my keynote is taken out, profit first, then I can deliver to you based on the amount of people between 50 to 100 products. Mm -hmm. Everyone leaves happy. Everyone gets a great gift, get a great keynote, boom, that's just the front end payment. Mm -hmm. Then there's people who go fall into (laughs) coaching and then, you know, it it flips multiple. It's one company. It's one company. It flips multiple ways. But you don't walk into a situation with how much I have to make. Your best, your best bet is how much do you have to spend? What is your anticipated budget for this event or for this service or for these products? They will tell you. And yes, companies do have a lot of money, but they also do have a budget that they need to that they need to follow through with. And so, again, building relationships. You want to make sure that you're not trying to milk the cow the first time. I'd rather make a million dollars over six events than $250,000 at one event. Mm. Because the million dollars over the six event, events is going to turn into the way that our business works into $2 million. Yeah. That $250,000 may turn into may turn into 375 at the most most. Mm -hmm. so always go into the conversation with what is your current budget what is your needs again meeting your client where they at Mm -hmm. and then they will tell you we have 15 i've had people say look they gave us twelve thousand, but i i know we can push (laughs) it to and now we can talk let's let's talk let's have that conversation (laughs) let's submit the original RFP. 
requests for proposals <laughs> at 17 and see what happens. If they say yes, then we, we are happy. <laughs> okay, I love how you mentioned that you have these different products that play into each other. And on the government contracting side, I'll usually tell businesses, um, sometimes they want to wash windows, uh, sell products, do all of these different things. And I say you can mm -hmm. as long as it's in alignment. And I think that is a perfect example of how not only that works on the corporate space, but how it works seamlessly. Mm -hmm. And you can add on products into that. So I love that you mentioned that. Like, mm -hmm. hands down. Listen, uh, <laughs> let, let's, let's, let's take the window washer, for example. Come on. Let's flip this business so we can show people how you can really make it a live business. If I were a window washer and I was going after corporate contracts or government contracts, right? First of all, I'm launching a window cleaning product line mm -hmm. because I'm going to use my products to wash your windows <laughs> every time, right? So now, now those are two things that I'm going to use. I'm also going to create a specific product to maintain the windows in between washings, right? So now that you're you're bought into my brand, because not only am I doing your windows every other month or every other week, but now in between, my brand is the product that is keeping your windows clean. And so you're constantly seeing my brand. I might mess around and put you on a subscription, okay? That way... <laughs> We don't, you don't even have to worry about it anymore. You're already dialed in. You franchise. This is this is all still within the windows, window cleaning. You franchise. And then you start don't and drop the ebook. Drop the ebook. Drop the ebook. I can see brighter or the future is clear to me. They're all, all aligned. It all makes sense. That is a brand that it's not all over the place. This is something that, okay, I can, I can see how this all makes sense. They drop the book, and then now once you drop the book, then you can speak about the book. That's another fee. Mm -hmm. And then the same corporate, the same government contract you got that is paying you to wash the windows or paying your company to wash the windows is now bringing you in as a speaker, buying your books, and using your products in between services as your employees are washing the windows. Listen, guys. Uh, if you have an idea for a window washing business, it's already late. We just laid it out it's for you. We literally just laid. laid it out for you. Now it's just doing the now, work. That's mm -hmm. it. The execution mm -hmm. is and can be the hard part. So yes. let's say... What do you recommend for a small business who is interested in reaching out to corporate contract cor corporations for contracting opportunities? Yeah, first thing is first is is um is be clear about what your values are, your your value proposition is. Uh, what are they looking for right now? Um, do do your research about a corporation before you reach out. Uh, don't try try your best not to go in blindly and say, "Oh, I just want to do business with." The MBA. Why do you want to do business? Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. Now, um, my my clients are not on. I mean, they're on Instagram, but I really don't 
connect with them on Instagram because Danny on Instagram and Danny on LinkedIn, two different Dannys. Two different Dannys. Two completely different. <laughs> Danny on Facebook and Danny on Instagram is two different yeah. Dannys. Different version. Mm -hmm. So you wanna you wanna jumpstart your Instagram. I mean your LinkedIn. And your best bet, this is where the relational part is, you're not far away from a contact mm -hmm. within the organization, right? Everybody knows somebody, and maybe a third cousin, and maybe someone that you knew from a cohort years ago. However it may work, everybody has, it's less than two degrees of separation. Mm -hmm. So find your way into that organization. It may be a friend of a friend. It may be someone that knows someone. And then don't blindly introduce yourself to the veto, very important top opinion. Mm -hmm. I actually recommend you read the book Selling to Veto because mm -hmm. that's going to help you with, with your ability to sell. Um, have a warm introduction or start making yourself putting yourself in spaces where they are. So, because organic relationships or seemingly organic relationships tend to do better than inorganic relationships. So I want you to, <clears throat> so let's, let me give you an example. Let's say you want to do business with Bank of America. Give me a business. Give me, give me any random business. Um, let's see. Uh, somebody dropped something. I can't think for nothing right now. Anyone, um, in, the, anyone in the comments can go. drop who they want to do business with and Patrick. what they do. Yeah. And in real time, I will give you one strategy. There's there's a million and one uh, ways to skin a cat, but I'll give you a strategy on how you can. Okay, first one, got it. Commercial cleaning. Who do you want to do business with, commercial cleaning? Who do you want to do business with? Who do you want as a corporate contract? Commercial cleaning is amazing, actually. If I could do it all over again, I would have, I would have started a commercial cleaning business because there's so much money to be made. So the first person to respond was Ryan, uh, Alex, getting bucks. He does. He has a commercial cleaning business. Who do you you want to do Bank, Bank of America or Chase? Perfect. That is really, really good, really easy. Uh, first of all, don't need to be certified to do that. Uh, you can speak directly to either the bank manager at your local branch. So this is what I would do if I were you, Ryan. Number one, I'll put together a three or four page deck in Canva. Go to Canva, get Bank of America's logo, get your logo, get, go to promo.com, go to, to create a fake, fake account. You, ain't gotta, you don't have to have an account to use it. Go under images, commercial cleaning companies, commercial cleaning supplies, right mouse click, save image as, get some really nice high quality images for your Canva, right? The first image is going to be um, the name of your company is called Commercial Cleaning by Ryan for Bank of America. You're going to make two decks for Bank of America, for Chase. You're going to go on Bank of America's website and you're going to find whoever is, there's, there's going to be two vetoes. There's going to be probably the branch manager and the assistant branch manager of that, the, the, most, the closest branches to you. Now, they probably have a company that they're using. So you need to find out who they're using. Companies come in late at night. So you got to do a little, you got to be, you got to be a little scrappy. Okay. <laughs> you have to drive around around 10 o'clock, midnight, 
and see who they're using, if, if it's a commercial company or if it's a one-on-one -on -one company. How much are they spending? You can, you can call and get a quote from that company. The first thing that you're going to introduce is your commercial cleaning brand, that you're local, what you provide, why your products are superior, and what you're committed to. The second page of your high-quality photos, second page of your deck is going to show what your services will include, what you guarantee with your services, and how long the onboarding process takes. Onboarding process should be very short for commercial cleaning because mm. people aren't trying to spend, take, spend a long time onboarding for a commercial cleaner. Do not put your prices for, as a commercial cleaner. Do not put your prices. Last page, contact information. I'm really excited to work with you. Now, you may or may not, they may or may not even look at the full deck, but you want to have a deck prepared as for your talking points. You want to meet with the branch manager, assistant branch manager. You want to sit down and have a conversation. Hey, my name is Ryan. Or you may want to have one of your friends go in as your sales rep. I'm a local sales rep in the area. And we're a plant-based commercial cleaning company. We're the most efficient commercial cleaning company. We are a, um, you, you want to use a descriptor that includes your value proposition. What is it about what you do that makes you different or makes you stand out? Like whenever I introduce Beloved Box, we're a premium wellness and fragrance there's a lot of wellness and fragrance brands, but not all of them are premium. Not all of them are niche, right? So what is it about your commercial cleaning company? I'm a local rep, and we'd love the opportunity to show you exactly how amazing we are at cleaning your properties. We love, we know you're currently working with someone, but I'm looking at the trash cans, and I'm looking at the floors, and I'm looking at the cobwebs in the corner, and I can guarantee you with Ryan, those things wouldn't be happening. Oftentimes, people get contracts and they get comfortable. Mm -hmm. But with us, you, we get your contract and you get excellence. Wash, rinse, and repeat. Go to, I'm going to challenge you to go to at least five chases and Bank of America for a week. Within three months, you'll have your first contracts. Ryan, you got this. Make sure you report back. You got a challenge. But you got now, here's the thing. It's the nose that gets you. It's not that you can't do it. You know, you hear, you hear, don't, don't forget, I told you, I heard like 600 no's. Yeah, you did say that. The no's will get you. But if you keep repeating over and over again, sometimes revisiting, revisiting conversations because contracts in all the time. Yep. People mess up every day and that day might okay. be your day. <laughs> So you keep washing and repeating and you make face FaceTime with the decision maker. And that's how you get your first corporate contract. Once you get your first corporate contract, let me give you a word of advice. It's good money. Where you would be spending or making maybe $150 a house doing commercial. Now your, your, your invoices are looking like 15, 20,000. Your, your immediate human response would be, I have been doing this business for a long time. I'm going to treat myself. You'll treat yourself right to the poorhouse. The first thing you do when you get that contract is hire. Don't hire someone to replicate you. Hire the people who can do 
the job at the lowest tier because your focus now becomes getting more contracts. But you still need to have those people <laughs> to still execute the work, right? But if you're spending money at Gucci and Prada mm -hmm. and Louis, that's your salary that, that you're spending. That money will come. Trust me. You get 20 contracts. Now you're comfortably during the day at Chanel drinking champagne <laughs> because now you have a point of contact helping you get your work done. Mm -hmm. Once you get your first corporate contract, try to hire as quickly as possible so that you can then focus on washing and repeating because you don't want to get to a point, Ryan, where you have so many corporate contracts, but you don't have the manpower to do it. That's true. Can't forget the hire in the process. Mm -hmm. You said something extremely important about this being the big the big ticket. Just mm -hmm. like in the government side. On the government side, we do have some issues as it relates to like prompt payments. Do you have <laughs> that same situation in the corporate space? It wouldn't be the government if they didn't pay us though. Would be the nothing Excuse me. I told you I had a science infection. So you have 30, 60, 90 net pay. Um, for the most part, for the most part, I'll be really honest, especially in the beginning, I was very, very honest with a lot of the companies that we were working with. Again, your ego cannot, when you're building your business, I'm not talking, I'm not telling you to walk around here acting as if you're slovenly, but you cannot have a massive ego. You need to be real because they may hit you with the, well, we do 30 days or we do 60 days. This is your time to be honest and say, well, we're working on our capital right now. We're not in a place to do 30-day net, but can we do, can, can we pay upon service? Or can, is there any space for you to prepay, right? When we first launched in the very first spot that we launched in, uh, I love them to death. We're still there. My spot in the Continental. Yeah. She prepaid. We finally went on 30 net this year. And we've been in that spot for five mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. So if you're honest, most often they have corporate cards and they can expense it out depending on how big that contract is. Here are some solutions. If you can't get prepayment, then you get a purchase order and then you can finance the purchase order either through your bank or there's some financing companies. Mm -hmm. If you have your certification, Facebook has a 0.5% financing program where they mm -hmm. only charge you 0.5% and they give you the money up front and then the payment goes directly to them. Uh, that's one option. Number two, if you get a purchase order, if they tell you, you know, we have to do 30, that's just our process. You can either ask them if, they, if they'd be willing to wait until you're in that financial position, which doesn't sound really good. I'm going to be honest with you. Most people are going to walk away. You can go to a CDFI, Community Development Financial Institution, get a short-term loan, get the money that you need um, at, a, at a lower interest rate. It'll be a lot easier for you to do it that way rather than going through a conventional bank because the last thing you want to do is double back to the same bank that you were at trying to get the contract to now get a loan so you can fulfill the contract because uh, they're going to be looking at you crazy if they are your bank. Um, and then number, number, um, number, I don't know what number I'm on, but be <laughs> honest. Be honest with them and say that we're not in that space yet, but we'd be willing to revisit the conversation in 
three months, six months. So that means you've been working with them consistently. You've been saving. You've been doing payroll. You're still living the same life that you lived before. And now you have that, that wiggle room to do 30, 60, or 90 net. Uh, there was only one contract that took 90 days to pay. Okay, 90 days. I don't know how many emails I sent. <laughs> I don't know how many. I don't know how many bumping it up to get top of your head. Now, this is somebody that I will definitely say, when it comes down to execution, Danny's follow-up game. Next Got day. to be. Well, I used to be like, how you doing this? Like, girl, follow-up game, top tier. Thank you. Danny, let, let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so what how do you, do you have system set up to respond to these people or you i need to think that i really need to know the secret there's no secret girl <laughs> uh gmail when i said this is this is what i do on on during the week i send emails right on sunday night monday morning monday afternoon because usually mondays are supposed to be my days off but i still work it's from bed I go to my sent folder of my email the week after. And if a person hasn't responded, I'll just resend. Hmm. Sometimes I give it two weeks, especially like towards the end of the year where I know a lot of people are trying to take their vacations, they're trying to relax. Sometimes I do two weeks, sometimes I do three weeks. But a lot of times we send that one email and that's it. And the money is in your follow-up, mm -hmm. your consistency, right? So go to your sent folder. Go over the last month of all the emails that you've sent out. People who may or may not have responded to you. And resend that email. Hi, I don't know if this got lost or if you were on vacation or maybe you were out of office. Maybe your company was dealing with a bunch of layoffs. Maybe you just, it just, you just didn't, you saw it and you thought you responded and you didn't respond. It's, don't take it personal. There's no room for ego in business. Hmm. Send a resend. And, and at that point, if that person, I usually do a resend three, four times, depending on how big the contract is. I've gone as far as seven, eight times. Cause if I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars, then I'm going follow up until hey. you respond okay <laughs> you got to tell me something now i'm not gonna leave that on the table yeah. so but a lot of people don't follow up you only just send that one email that one text that one a form of communication not realizing that you're not the only genius trying to get in contact with that person mm. There's so many people vying for businesses. And you got to think about it. You're going up against people who have whole departments. That's their only job, client relations. And so, so that's, it's no secret. I just go back to my sent folder and I, um, I just resend the email if I know I hadn't gotten a response. And in my, my Gmail is so intuitive now that if three or four days go by, It'll it will automatically life. say, hey, you want to follow up? A lot of people just ignore it, but I'll be like, oh, yeah. Let me go ahead and follow follow up, get this invoice paid. <laughs> okay, okay. So then let's go to this. And this is going to be kind of like our wrap-up, right? Yeah. So from your experience in terms of the process, what is the hardest part of the process? I know we mentioned the no's. 
It's not the nose. Okay. No, no. The... Girl, I'm, no. I'm just, I'm trying to think <laughs> of the heart. The whole, start to finish the heart. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know, and you know I can be more professional than this. You know I can. I know you can. But when you get with your friends, you kind of, it goes out the window. No problem. <laughs> I'm going to be very, very honest. I'm not a social media guru. That's why you don't see me posting, you know, <laughs> the lions walk alone on my Instagram page because I'm in here in a baseball cap and a hoodie like a rusty, My invoices are higher. It's hard from start to finish. It's worth it. It's worth it. I'm not going to say that there's one part that is harder than the other. Getting the contract or getting the, the, the relationship, maintaining the relationship, being relevant in the relationship, right? Because it's not just that you just do it. You got to stay relevant because there's always going to be someone new. There's always going to be someone doing something different, right? All of it is is very, very arduous, but it is worth it. Why? Because because, I mean, yes, the money is very good. You live a great lifestyle. But also, it's the impact you're able to make on other people's lives. There, there have been so many times where the, the time for Beloved Box was done with a corporate partnership. But because we had laid such a... We, not me. We, we laid such a good ground that someone else was able to walk in so much more easier and get the money and the, the respect that they deserve. That means the world, because you don't know what battles or what someone else was going through. So I, I'm going to be very, very honest with you. Do not let me and Steven drink his champagne on Instagram fool you. And that is one here. day <laughs> out of 365 days. Okay. That is one. That is one hour. Because I guarantee you, before that we were crying, and after that we probably are going to cry. It is very difficult. It is very possible to do it. It's very intentional work. The more intentional you are, the easier it becomes. Then it becomes almost like alchemy. It's like wash and repeat. And then you go from being satisfied with ten thousand dollar contracts to hundred thousand dollar contracts. Yeah. Then you start going after million and multi-million dollar contracts where we are now. And, you know, the the fish, the fishes get bigger. Yeah. It goes from a fish to a whale. But the tactics and strategy stays the same. So that is my, my answer. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to curse because I've been posting Jesus <laughs> on my Instagram. I it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, can't emphasize it enough. <laughs> Oh, good. Okay. And then finally, final, how can final. someone learn more about you and Beloved Box and Danny Speaks and Hello Beauty? All right. So, hellobeauty.org. If you're a woman of color in, in CPG, consumer packaged goods, and trying to grow and scale your brand, hellobeauty.org. You can apply to be in the community. We do try to invite a certain type of person into the community. Uh, if you want me to be your one-on-one -on -one coach, as funny as I am, as amazing as I am, mm -hmm. this is not the version of me that shows up as your coach. As your, co I'm good, but I will work you, okay? And you will get results. I am dannyspikes.com. You can schedule 15 minutes. 
If you're interested in coaching, you just go to my website, www.imdannyspikes.com and request a 15-minute um, consult with me one-on-one. -on -one. Um, beloved Box. Okay, some of y'all got here, got your whole life. Y'all have paid all these Instagram gurus, <laughs> all this money, and in this short little hour, done, done scaled. Okay, y'all have got the all the keys. The, the least you can do is go to belovedbox.com. Um, no, it's hellobeauty.org, Gublier. Not because we're a nonprofit organization. Go to beloved box, B E L O V E D, box, B E O X dot com, and get something for your mom for Mother's Day. Use the code love, 10% off. Send her a self care box. Send her a home by beloved box, faith or joy candle. Send her, you know, don't send her the mini box. She, she carried you for nine months or you know, whatever the case is. To get us something nice from belovedbox.com. Um, and that's all. Also, if you're following me on social media, uh, these moments happen only in podcasts, okay? Do not expect to follow me online and I'm jumping online every day and doing this. I don't want, I want to set the expectation because I don't want you to follow me and you seeing pictures of food and beloved box. And now you're like, where is the version of Danny that was on the podcast? That version is in a paid coaching session, right? Just want to make a clear differentiation. Smart girl. <laughs> I want to. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page, okay? I don't want you to be disappointed because you will see food, champagne, and beloved box orders getting out. That's all I do. And Jesus, I just sprinkle Jesus in there from time to time. Now and then. No, Danny, listen, this has been amazing. I don't know if y'all heard that, but belovedbox.com, coupon code LOVE. Y'all, this girl is out here giving out the game and gifts. What are you doing? <laughs> so make sure y'all go over there and check it out. Danny, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, if you had anything that you gained from this episode, go ahead and drop it in the comment section. Also, don't forget to go to belovedbox.com and the coaching session. I don't know if you want to tell us a little bit about that before yeah. you go. Okay. What do you want to know? How does it how work or how much it costs? coaching package work? Um, they can inquire about the cost. Yeah. <laughs> so we meet um, for 15 minutes. It is a tight 15 minutes. Okay. Uh, I've been doing this for a long time. Don't try to schedule the 15 minutes and get questions answered. It's honestly just an opportunity for us to fill each other out and to see if we're a good fit. It, it, it has to be in alignment, not just for you with me, but with me, me with you as well, because we get really intimate. We meet either weekly or biweekly. It's going to be one of two days because the other days are allocated in my life to certain things, right? So I'm going to either meet you on uh, one day or another day. And on those days, all I do is coach. And we, we, put, we peel it back. We create strategy. We look at relationships. We talk about things that you probably didn't even think about. My job as your coach is to get you to think critically about your business. It's not to give you all of the answers because the truth of the matter is the only one who has the answers is you. Mm -hmm. But what I can do is have you think about your business in a way that you've never thought about it before. And it creates that muscle that will continually help you think about your business, think about your relationships in a way that you've never thought about before. How are you showing up in life? Mm -hmm. 
what are the internal conversations that you're having that are affecting the outside of your life? Where are the places that you're being impatient and where are the places that you aren't being intentional or deliberate? Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example of, of one of the things that I do ask uh, some of my clients because it's not a one size fits all. So I will not sit up here and tell you exactly what I've told someone else, but this is a very valuable exercise that I've done even speaking from stage, right? So if you work for a corporation, hire me to come sit. If you can't afford me as a one-on-one -on -one coach, listen, have them pay for it. It's pay still for the same. It. It's still the same. Shush. I want you to make a list. Take a sheet of paper, split it in half. Now I'm going to give you the second part of the, the exercise now. So it's going to kind of go to the purpose. But I want you to start thinking about three things that you really want when it comes to your life. What do you want? Like, out of life, in your life, as a part of your just being. What are three things that you really, really, really want? Just let them come to the top of your head really quickly. It doesn't have to be something that you overthink. I want you to do this multiple times throughout the year and with friends and family and even your team if you have a team, right? Now that you've gotten those things, right, I want you to look at your life the way that if you believe in God, God, if not, think of it, think of your life from the highest possible perspective with unlimited access, unlimited resources, unlimited money, unlimited network. Think about it from that place. There are no limitations. Now ask yourself, what do you deserve? What do you deserve? If you looked at your life from a place of unlimitedness. Because sometimes what we want is very, very minimal. It's very small. I just want to live, you know, I just want to be able to pay my bills. I want to be able to go on vacation. I want to be able to. But now when you look at it from a place of being unlimited, what do you deserve? And why did you say that you wanted the things that you wanted? All right. Listen. Listen. Got to go. <laughs> Got to go. So, we appreciate that. So again, y'all, I am bennyspice.com. That coaching session will change your business. I'm gonna tell you right now, even just as you know, a spectator looking and seeing how beloved box Danny and Steven have been able to grow this entire organization just from you know on the outside looking in and how much value that I've been able to gain just watching their journey. I can only imagine what the coaching package is like. So let me go ahead and skedaddle over there. I am DannySpikes.com, and I'll talk to y'all in the next episode. Thank you so much, Danny. Bye.